Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Things and this is your host Sayon. Um hope you guys had a really great weekend and a really great day. I'm a little annoyed right now because you know how you park in a parking lot and a lot of the times you don't want to park next to anybody else's car cuz you know, you run the chance of somebody opening their car door or swinging it open too wide or too hard and they hit your car and i'm definitely don't want my car to be hit so i park all i park kind of far and this girl park right next to my car mind you have all the parking spaces in this parking lot right now she literally parked right next to me which is ridiculous and then she didn't even park straight but it's okay, y'all. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna dwell on it. I might just move my car because I'm sitting here recording for this podcast. But um, yeah, that part. That's that get on my nerves. Like, I guess that's a perfect segue into today's topics, which is to talk about triggers and you know how to truly nurture yourself in a way where you your triggers won't necessarily affect your life in a profound way because we're human this sacred past journey is a lifelong process and we're always going to be upset or somebody's always going to do something to us that rubs us the wrong way and a lot of times we may react in a unhealthy way or communicate to them in a way that it may not be the best so we're always going to be triggered or you know, whatever you want to call it, if you don't call it triggers, if you just call it just annoyances, but whatever is, we're always going to be upset about something because, you know, we're humans and we have emotions and which is totally normal. And I think this week I had got, I think I've been getting triggered, but this type of trigger is different. So it like, it started to build up more and more and more to the point where I just exploded. And if I'm being honest, like, it wasn't an unwarranted, random explode. You know, me just getting upset about something. It didn't come from just a random place. It came from a place of me really needing to learn how to communicate effectively to someone that I don't like it when you do that or that annoys me or something like that to a person instead of actually yelling at them. So I kind of took it the wrong way. And of course, you know, we all do that. We all let people get to us, whether you know them or you don't or and we just let it all, you know, just build up inside of our human vehicle and to the point where sometimes we just fucking explode on people. And excuse my language, but I mean, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm pretty sure y'all didn't explode it on a couple of people, cussed them out or said something foul to them. And you felt bad about it in the end because you were being triggered. And a lot of our triggers uh, stem from childhood trauma. And, you know, the thing about trauma is really a spectrum, to be quite honest, because if I had a traumatic experience and you had a traumatic experience as a kid, I can't say, sit here and say that mine was greater than yours because we're all different. We all, our brains are all wired differently, like especially when it comes to the chemical imbalances or whatever. So... I can't sit there and disregard how you felt about something that happened to you as a child because that could have really had a profound 
impact on your life and it could have followed you into your adulthood so for example if someone abandoned you like if you let's say your dad abandoned you uh one time he told you he's gonna take you somewhere and then he just left and, and didn't come back you know that that is that can really be detrimental to you as a kid and then as growing up as adult and if my situation was a lot different we can't sit there and disregard each other's feelings about that. It's all traumatic to us. That's why some people who are not, you know, um, soldiers or whatever still have PTSD from certain events that happen to them. And so when things happen to us like that, especially, especially as a child, we soak it up like a sponge. Because children are the closest thing to source, if I'm being very honest with y'all. And that's what I believe, because... We're so innocent at that age. You know, we, we're carefree. We want to have fun. We want to go outside. We want to play. We want to meet other kids. Like, kids are social. Well, at least most, for the most part, most of them are social, and they want to talk to other kids and have fun. You know, when we grow up, we don't become super. Some people are still social and extroverted, and some people are just not. But, you know, there's some hesitancy. Like, we just hesitate a little bit when it comes to that like you know meeting like new people as an adult but as a kid it's like you know they just go out there and they do it and we're just very impressionable so whatever happens to us even if somebody says something to us as a kid we'll remember it as an adult like I remember people telling me certain stuff and you know middle school and I still remember that to this day and yes it has affected me and added on to my insecurity and it's not something that will go away overnight that may take years to heal even if you know, kids can be assholes sometimes, you know, even if that was the case, it's still something that followed me. So, and it is added on to a trigger. So you just never know. And a lot of times we don't, we're not really aware. Like, for example, if you have this friend that you've been cool with a long time or family member or whoever, you know, whatever resonates with you, they may say something and it may not be no malicious intent behind it. They may be joking around and they may think that it's funny and you don't like that. It makes you feel uncomfortable and it triggered you in a way because the reason why it triggered you because it comes back for something that happened to you in your past. And right then, right there, you might not even think about it. You may just think like that's annoying and kind of go about your life. But it the reason why it triggered you because you haven't healed from something that happened to you either when you were a child or early adulthood or even just a couple of weeks ago you know traumatic events happen all the time to people so you know it you just never know when it comes to triggers and there I wouldn't say that there are ways that you can remedy some of these triggers like you can make note of these triggers so for example you can write down these triggers in a notebook or if you journal because I journal so sometimes I write down my triggers and your triggers will not be the same each and every day especially if you journal every day you'll notice that your triggers are not going to be the same because the, we interact with different people in our lives whether it be strangers family or friends so there's going to be a lot of stuff that people say or do to you that's going to trigger you and if you are self-aware or if you really want to start being self-aware about your triggers so you can then start help like communicating efficiently to other people or really just speaking out speaking up and saying that you know I don't like when you joke about that because it you know it just feel makes me feel very unpleasant or uncomfortable so addressing our triggers will allow us to honestly show up for yourself 
if you think about it, just think about any instance or any situation in your life where somebody has said something that made you uncomfortable, but you never actually confronted that person. I'm starting to notice that a lot of us are not non-confrontational. It doesn't mean that we're scared of the other person or we feel like, you know, it's nothing like that. It's basically not trying to cause a problem or cause a scene. We're trying so hard to not have that conversation to the point where we are neglecting our own emotions. So when we don't address triggers and trauma and try to heal certain things or even start that healing process, we are ignoring our own emotions. And I speak from experience because I do the same thing to this day. And of course, I'm getting a lot better, especially than I was in the past. It's like I'm a non-confrontational person. And the reason why I'm non-confrontational because I'm very observant of other people's actions. So when people say something to me or do something I don't like, it's like I take a tally of that. And then I allow that to build up. And sometimes if I really had enough and they push that button, I might just go off on them and I don't care. I've done that to a couple of people. And I can admit I felt bad about it, not because it whatever the message that needed to be delivered, but it's how I delivered that message. Because I feel like, you know, there was an actual you know, a right way to have that conversation. You didn't have to yell at them. You didn't have to cuss them out. You didn't have to call them names. Like you could have just told them like, stop, stop that. I don't like it. And a lot of times it's not up to us. Cause you could like, you like, I think I said this in a couple of um, a podcasts ago that we can't control other people's actions. Like you can tell somebody, Hey, I don't like it when you do that. And they can totally disregard you say, you know, I didn't think much of it. They can really be like, you know, asshole about it. And then you, you, you can be standing like, well, I tried. Honestly, I think that's a really big step and you should, um, uh, you know, applaud yourself for that because it's okay that you can't control other people's actions. Cause you're not meant to, that's none of your business. It's like when you become that bigger person, when you do things that are, are adding on to your own growth. So for example, if in the past you usually cuss people out or whatever when you have a heated argument. But now that you started working on yourself, you're actually able to have an actual a conversation to where your point can get across to someone without you yelling at them or wanting to put your hands on them or whatever the situation may be. So that way you can, like, it's just it's add on to your growth. So it's just... Um, I honestly literally just forgot what I'm saying. I don't know why I do that, but, you know, I digress. But basically what I'm just saying is, like, addressing our triggers will allow us to address our emotions more efficiently. Y'all, sometimes when I be channeling, like, I be talking, I be talking. Sometimes I be forgetting what I be saying at the front I do apologize, but honestly, I, I'm just like that. I'm just that type of person. If you ever talked to me or had a conversation with me and I veered off into a whole different topic, like, you're like, okay, then we're not talking about that no more. And that's exactly how I am. And honestly, even with myself, it can be a little, like, not annoying, but it's like, ugh, damn it. I want to stay on top of it, but, you know, it's fine. It's okay. But like I was saying about the triggers, you can journal about these and address them yourself. Nobody has to look at this journal or anything. It can just be for your eyes only. Um, you can address these triggers. And then when the next time somebody does trigger, you are now self-aware of what they've done or how they made you feel. And this time, 
if if you are the bigger person you can just walk away or you can just let them know that you don't like that or you can just be like you know whatever i don't have to mess with this person no more especially if the relationship is starting to become strained and you don't really like hanging out with them no more you don't have to force yourself to be around people you don't want to be around so yeah addressing those triggers in a healthy way can definitely help you heal certain traumas and like i said before our triggers are they are stem from childhood trauma or your adolescenthood or whatever um whatever resonates with you and when you sometimes when you do address certain triggers you will have to address other things that are attached to that certain trigger so if somebody says something about the way i look and they're just joking to me that's a lot deeper than what they said like you know just as a joke to me it stems from childhood so it may uh, remind me of someone who said that to me when I was small and of course you know like when you're a child you're growing and when people say things to you about the way you look you're gonna take that to heart and it's gonna follow you for a while so that's what I mean about addressing that it's like if you really want to do like healing work on yourself you have to get deep you have to really uncover a lot of uncomfortable stuff and that requires sacrifice not just of your time but of just your well-being because look around you on social media and society people are so uncomfortable the way covid has changed things and you know why it's because they like that old boring life they had before and i'm not saying life is great now you know, the way the government got things is, you know, I I can't really get into that. But y'all should be glad that stuff won't go back to the way it is. Like, of course, things are going to get worse before they get better. And right now, it seems like it's just, you know, all falling down. But that's what happens when you have tower moments. You have tower moments, then you have realizations, and then you can start building something new or building a new foundation. We need to rebuild this world, the way we are, the way we think, the way we communicate to each other, the way social media is, we need to rebuild this world. I feel like even then, like people won't be as triggered because the society in our community is toxic. And a lot of times we're like, we're super, we were super comfortable the way things were when it changed. We didn't like that. So we need to start getting used to changing and adapting to our environment around us that way we can then adapt within ourselves because if you're not addressing your triggers or your traumas it's still it's going to be there forever and it's going to cause a strain in every relationship that you have even if the relationship is is fine but you know it could be better if you were to address this if you were to tell your partner that you don't like it when they do that because it just reminds you of you know whatever situation that made you uncomfortable in the past you really have to, we, we as a people have to learn how to nurture ourselves. Show up for ourselves first. I don't care if you're in a relationship or not. Show up for yourselves and then you can start showing up for other people and help, helping them. Because when we don't show up for ourselves, we keep showing up for somebody else. That's how you get drained. That's how people continue to take your energy away from you. And then you find yourself not wanting to be in that relationship no more, not liking that person no more, not enjoying the things you used to enjoy because it's taking on your energy and you're allowing it to. We have to learn how to be strong within ourselves. And that's what I'm trying to do is like be strong within myself, address my triggers, communicate effectively to people that when I don't like something, I need to say it, but say it in a a way that doesn't, you know, cause even more problems. 
I mean, just address everything that you need to address so you can then help the next generation do the same thing. Because it seems like we all have a lot of generational trauma and curse going on in our families. And and it doesn't have to be something super deep or super bad. But when you notice it, it's just like, damn, like that's been passed on from generation to generation. And I think it's for our generation to break that curse. And to, if you do end up having a family, then you can do it differently. Then you can have that healthy communication with your children. Your children can have that healthy communication with their friends or whoever when they grow up to whoever they want to be it's like we need to start showing up for ourselves so other people can see that and when you start addressing triggers and nurturing yourself even if the people around you don't necessarily like really care for it if they you know they notice it like that's not that's not for you to fix Cause like I'm not on here trying to fix anybody. Like I'm trying to show up for myself and do the best I can to heal what I got going on. But it's like if you notice that some people may not be comfortable with, it and some people may just not want to really hang out with you no more, or some people may make fun of you for that. But then again, you will have those other people that really admire that and think it's courageous that you do that, that you're addressing your the issues that you have or whatever resonates for you, because then it will influence them to do the exact same thing. And then it's like you don't have to reach out to a million people to make change. You can just like change one person's life for the better. And then that'll not only will it help them, it'll help the people around them and their community. It's like, um, think of like, think of like a really big ice glacier, the ones that be in the Pacific Ocean or wherever they be. I don't know. I'm not good at geography. Don't blame me. But a really big ice glacier, like we can all see the top clear as day. Think about that as your the identity that you project onto the world, who you are and who you allow people like to know you as. So like people know certain things about you, but you're comfortable with them knowing whatever it is that they know about you. So they can see that glacier. They can see everything at the top. But at the bottom, there's like a whole nother piece to it. It's like it's just it looks like it's accumulated of ice. It's so much stuff on beneath that people don't see. And think about that as your internal just being underneath that ice glacier. It's not, it's not, don't think about it as a whole bunch of negative stuff and bad things. You can think about it as a culmination of everything. Things that happen in your childhood, the great things that happen in your life, the bad things. It's like nobody gets to see that or experience that. And a lot of the times it can be detrimental to your relationships because on the outside, you could appear as a cold, you know, distant person sometimes. But on the inside, you can be like this great, generous and kind human being. And it's just like when you feel like you you get scared to show that side to people because you feel like people won't accept you for who you are. Especially if you've been project, projecting a certain type of personality onto people your whole life. When you want to show that other side, people are like, eh, I don't know. I'm going to tell you, even though, even if you do that, even if you have the courage to do that, because that's what I'm trying to do now myself, trying to open up, tap into my vulnerability, allow people to see who I truly am inside and not what I appear to be. So if you do that, you know, screw whoever don't like it, because people are not going to like anything. If I'm being honest, you cannot satisfy nobody. 
even if the most the person that's always seemed to be satisfied with everything, they may not be satisfied by something. And that's okay. Like that's not our job to counsel people. It's not our job to make people feel comfortable. It's not our job to morph ourselves into a vision of what somebody else wants to see or their own perception. That's not our job. We can't do that. And the reason why you can't continue to do that because it's not healthy. It's not going to it's not going to get you anywhere. And that's why nurturing yourself, addressing whatever trigger that you have will help you start that. And I'm not saying you have to do this all at once because I'm not doing that. I think I've said this several times. I'm not finna sit here and just do years of healing work and do it in one year or one day. No, that's super not impossible. Your spirit guides and whoever you believe in know that you are a human, that you came, you incarnated on this earth for a certain purpose and... A lot of the times you may deviate from your path and it's okay to deviate from your path as long as you get back on there. Sometimes things won't go as planned. Sometimes that conversation might not go as you like, because again, you can't control how other people react to you. So you can't just expect for you to get a lot of healing work done. Even people who've been doing healing work, I know that they may have to circle back to a certain lesson that they thought that they learned, but it triggered them again. So they have to learn it again. And, you know, our spirit guides in the universe don't do that just to be evil. They do it to test us to see if we're ready to move on to that next phase in our life. Because think about it. What if you're triggered by a certain thing? And you're like, oh, I want to move on to the next lot, uh, next phase of my life. I really want to get this over with. And you do that. And then you end up messing that opportunity up because somebody or some random stranger triggered you and you just like blew the opportunity off. And that can, and I'm not going to go into a deep example of that. This can be anything, whatever resonates with you. It's just like, they want you to be not necessarily a hundred percent prepared, but they want you to just to be ready for that next phase. Cause if you're not ready for whatever opportunities going to come lie on your lap, then there's no point in allowing you to move on to it. And even if they do, they'll let you they'll let you see how when you don't do the necessarily healing work and address certain issues within yourself, that can you can project that onto whatever opportunity is supposed to be for you and you can mess it up. And it may be the only opportunity that comes. You know, I don't believe in like just chance i believe that everything happens for a reason so when the universe or the spirit guides put a certain person or a certain situation in front of you something that you've been wanting for so long it's just like that's supposed to happen and not just because it's supposed to happen just because it's yours it's because they know that you're ready for that chance and that opportunity so that's why they know that you can't just do healing work within a day it's going to take a lifelong journey because it's stuff is just going to happen it's inevitable that's life and we all know how life is like it can throw curveballs at us things that we did not expect to happen so they just want you to be a little bit just comfortable with addressing certain things especially when it comes to our emotions and that's what addressing our triggers will do for us it will help us address our emotions in a healthy way so we won't bottle it up inside so we won't compartmentalize it so we can allow people to see that other side of that ice glacier. So we can like just get deeper and really just show up for ourselves. And when you show up for yourselves, that means you're putting up healthy boundaries. And like I said, triggers are attached to a lot of things. It's attached to nurturing yourself, showing up for yourself, 
putting up boundaries, saying no when it's appropriate, saying no to people who you've always said yes to, knowing that that situation, when you agree to that, it makes you uncomfortable. Learn how to say no. Be comfortable with doing that. And even if that person does walk away from you because they feel like they can't take advantage of you no more, then they were not meant to be in your life. And the reason why when we put up these boundaries and we start to see people for who they truly are, the universe is letting us know that you did that, which is great. And now you're able to see who this person was. They were taking advantage of you. They didn't really care about you. They didn't really love you. And now that they're gone, somebody else who actually cares about you is going to step into your life and change it, change it forever. That's why these boundaries are very important. And I'm still learning how to put up healthy boundaries. Sometimes I do have setbacks and that's okay. But now that gives me the opportunity to look at where I felt like I fallen short. So now that I see that I didn't put up a boundary for that certain situation, now I can go back and say, okay, what about that situation that made me not want to put up a boundary? Like, am I attached to the outcome or the person or the situation? Because a lot of times you may be attached to a certain person or a situation because you may be too comfortable with it. And then when you think about putting up boundaries and saying no and walking away, that makes you uncomfortable because it's something that you have never done before. And we have to learn how to do that especially when it comes to boundaries, even if it's a family member, it doesn't matter. I don't care who you're related to. They, they, family members do not get a pass. I know y'all want to believe that, but they do not. There are certain family members that exude very toxic behavior or do certain things on purpose to either make you mad or they do it because they know they can take advantage of you. Y'all have to like really open your eyes and when it comes to this healing journey or your sacred path journey, that's what I meant by sacrifice. You have to sacrifice your own perception of what you think people are, especially when it comes to your family members. You might have to sacrifice your cousin like your your cousin was tight. Y'all y'all grew up together. But they always had this certain side to them where they were just very selfish, narcissistic, or whatever you want to call it. And when you sacrifice that perception of what you truly wanted them to be and not for who they truly are, then you'll start to realize that you may not be able to hang and kick it with them no more. Maybe kick it with them at the holidays or whatever because you're family and you obviously going to see each other. But then again, it's like... Y'all have to get comfortable with looking at people for who they truly are. And it doesn't matter who it is. And that's why this sacred pattern is so hard. And that's why just talking about triggers is not just one topic in its own. It's attached to so many things. Childhood trauma. And that childhood trauma is attached to maybe your parents or your siblings or your cousins or your grandma or your grandpa. Like it's 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 like think about the ice glacier again. Think about your identity, who you are on the top, and think about everything that accumulated throughout your life on the bottom. It's not that easy. It's not that simple. That's why this this path journey is, it can get tired. It can feel mundane. It can just feel like terrible. It can, it can feel very uncomfortable, but you have to learn how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's how we grow. That's how... You know, that's how a lot of things in nature, that's how it grows. Sometimes things die and it comes back to life. That's why you see certain flowers that die in certain seasons, but in the springtime, it blooms. It has different other little blooms and it's like a beautiful rose or whatever. And it's just like, it had to die so it can come back to life. And you may have to sacrifice your perception of other people so you can have a new perception. So you can then invite the new people into your life. 
And then, you know, and the point I was getting at, it all circles back. It's all connected to triggers or nurturing yourself. It's all connected. It's like this one big circle. And like there, there's this little circle and it's like, it's all connected. It's all together. Everything is connected. Whether it be our souls, nature or whatever, every issue that you ever had or success is all connected like for example when I failed out of the my master's program I honestly thought like it was the end of everything because I worked so hard to get there but if I'm being honest with y'all a lot of people don't know I wasn't even studying for my exams in that class I got so burnt out to the point where I couldn't even pay attention in class anymore like I was like I just felt like I was in this this hamster wheel like my edge, like it was just going downhill. And I, and I, and I even had a conversation with somebody who shed light on this. Like I, I used to think to myself, why didn't I not study? Cause in my undergrad, I had straight A's. I was studying. I was getting the greatest on my test and I'm not the best test taker. It takes me forever to take an exam and I have to study weeks ahead just to get a good grade. And this time I was not witty no more. Like I wasn't trying to study. I wasn't trying to do anything. And I just, I had to realize, like, what is really going on with me? And then when I had a conversation with this one person, he, like, let me know, like, maybe you did that on purpose. Maybe something in your soul was trying to tell you or your intuition was really trying to speak with you and let you know this is not for us anymore. Like, we did all we can do in this area. Like, you have, we, there is something else in our destiny that is for us, that's up for grabs. Another opportunity is coming our way, and we have to make room for that. And when he said that, it all clicked inside. Like, I literally had, like, a epiphany. Like, it's true. I think that's what I was doing. Sometimes I do ignore my intuition because I'm scared that it may be wrong or maybe lead me to something that's uncomfortable. And my intuition led me to do this podcast. A couple of people said something about a podcast. And I'm like, no, whatever. I'm going to make a podcast. And making my first, second, and third uh, podcast, even the one now, it's still a little uncomfortable for me. Because if I'm being honest, like I said earlier, I'm addressing triggers. And that's the, you know, that's the point I'm trying to make. It's like, it's all connected. Because I'm addressing things and letting y'all know a part of myself that I don't really often share with other people. Not even the people that I'm really close to because it's uncomfortable. And a lot of the times a trigger is attached to that. So me being put in a comfortable situation or me opening up triggers because it's like... It's that vulnerability. It's like vulnerability is starting to like open up a lot more and that makes me very uncomfortable and it triggers me and it causes me to close, like close down and, you know, just like, you know, forget it, I'm going to self-isolate because that makes me uncomfortable. So like the point I was trying to make with, you know, the whole podcast is that remember that it's all connected. Like I said, everything happens for a reason. I was supposed to fail out of that program. If I wasn't, if that was for me, I'd have my degree right now. I may go back and finish it off because I didn't have much left, but it's just like, maybe there's something else that's supposed to be forming that's supposed to come. And I was triggered and I, a lot of things didn't happen. I kept hitting dead ends for a, a specific reason. It's because that was supposed to actually happen. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it is all connected. Like, it's all connected. Triggers and everything. Um, yeah, and, you know, just with nurturing yourself, just remember to show up for yourself, you know? And I know addressing your triggers is hard. Like, if you can just... 
I can I'll post a couple of maybe um journal prompts within the description. Um the when I journal when I address triggers, I'll just kind of look back on certain situations that people said certain things where I see a pattern and when they say it it makes me mad. So that's when I so you gotta use your own discernment or whatever happens, whatever resonates with you. So but I'll still try to post uh some prompts. That, you know, that could potentially help you guys to get started, maybe get a good idea, even if you, you know, don't know where to start. But, you know, sometimes journaling can be a little uncomfortable. When you're used to not addressing your emotions out loud, a lot of times you're not going to be able to address it in private either. And I'm just doing that from experience. Like, I'm speaking from pure experience. I'm not trying to sit here and assume that anybody got the same problem, but I feel like that could be an issue just because it's like, I have that same type of issue. But yeah, I'll um see what I can find on the internet. But yeah, man, addressing these triggers will, you know, help us. You know, we gotta start showing up for ourselves. And I think when we start to begin to show up for ourselves, like the community will be a lot better off, I promise you. Okay, you guys, I'm gonna give y'all the message of the day. Um one moment I am going to pause um I did pre-shuffle for this episode I'm sorry know what I'm gonna um the card is I think I'm gonna start pre-shuffling to be quite honest because I don't like shuffling y'all I really don't I'm not the best at it so uh one moment I will return okay you guys I had to actually move my car um yeah, so I just moved my car. Um, I didn't feel comfortable parking next to that girl. Maybe she thought that she knew me. If I'm being honest, if you ever see my car, I really have tinted windows. But she was like all looking off in my car. I said, girl, you do not want this. Trust and believe. Um, So I picked, so it was card number 13. So when I pre-shuffle, this card came out twice. Like I, I'll shuffle for myself. Like, I'll, like, if I'm doing either a meditation, I just went out in nature, took a walk, and I need, you know, some guidance or clarity from spirit, I'll, like, pick a, you know, card, and this card came out a few times, so that's how I know it was the card for today's message. <clears throat> okay, if coral has appeared in your cards today, you are being asked, look at the idea of nurturing. It may be time to nurture yourself or another if you refuse to be nurtured, it may be time to drop that superhuman attitude before you get sick. Coral tells us that our bodies have needs too. Pay attention and be good to your body. Coral also speaks of the planetary family. If you feel lonely or alone, it may be time to have a reunion with the other creatures that share the earth with you. Listen to all of, all our relations and cut the I'm the only one refrain out of your thoughts. Coral all always tells us to listen to our feelings if you have been ignoring how you feel around a certain certain people or how your body feels coral is insisting that you reconnect to those feelings remember to feel is to heal i really like that to feel is to heal all nurturing comes from the ability to pay attention to our needs and our feelings if we don't know what we need how can we nurture ourselves if we don't know what others need or how to feel how can we give comfort if we are out of touch with our own bodies, how can we keep them healthy and strong? <sighs> I told y'all. Whatever. It's, it's, it's okay. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. These cars are the truth. And I know that. I know that for a fact. 
But think about that message, though. If we don't, let's like if we don't show up for ourselves or address our our trauma, our our wounds, or you know the damage that's happened to us in our lives, how can we? Like, how can we truly just be help, live healthy, and just carefree lives? If I'm being honest, it's like not showing up for yourself, not doing the necessarily necessary healing work for yourself will be detrimental to you in the long run because it'll cause strain in your relationships. You'll keep attracting the same type of guys and girls, the same type of people in your life who are emotionally unavailable or who have the same trauma and triggers as you because you're putting that you're putting that out into the universe if you think about it. The universe responds to pure energy because our souls are energy. So let's say you have done no healing work and you still walk around with that same toxic attitude, that same behavioral patterns that you've been had for a long time that's not healthy for you or anybody else in that matter. And you keep attracting the same type of people in your life and then you wonder why you get the same type of people like you it's like why is the same guy or girl coming into my life like none of them seem to have it together emotionally none of them want to connect like it's because you're doing the exact same thing you're projecting that exact same type of energy on to other people into the universe and the universe is giving you what you want like even though you don't say it like verbally like that's what your energy is calling for that's what your energy is going to attract. Like, it's crazy. And sometimes you might even attract someone in your life that's supposed to be in your life that's supposed to help you start your your healing journey. And some of those people may be the totally opposite of what you've been used to. Some of those people maybe just be like someone that you always wanted in your life, but then you're not ready. And then next thing you know, they're gone. And you're just like, wow, that that would have been great. But the type of energy that you was putting out, it wasn't ready for that type of commitment, relationship, friendship, opportunity, whatever. Like you, like your energy messed up that, that um, you know, the opportunity. And it, and it makes it even worse if you're actually aware. If you're a self-aware person and you're on your sacred path journey, it sucks even more. Because, like I said earlier, it's hard to do that healing work because it's uncomfortable. Sometimes I don't even want to do my own healing work. And you know what happens? It reflects in the the opportunities that come my my way. When I know for a fact that I'm not ready for this because I wasn't getting myself prepared. And the universe don't fault us for that, for not being prepared and not wanting to get ready. They're like, okay, you can sit there and all you want to and not do your work and your healing work and you know, try to help yourself. But when this opportunity come, it's going to pass you by because you're too busy doing something else. You're too busy not doing what you need, you're you really supposed to be doing. So it's not there no more. So just nurture, nurture yourself, show for yourself, put up healthy boundaries, start working on your energy or what you want to attract to you so the universe can really like give you what's already what's waiting for you cuz we all have this purpose and this destiny that's waiting for us it's just waiting for us to really step into that power and to actually attract what's meant for us cuz what's meant for you will be there for you it won't go away 
it may not be in the same spot, but it'll still be there for you, for you to go out and grab and make most of the opportunity. But when you don't address your emotions or try to do some type of work, then it'll just keep getting further and further. And it's going to take you a lot longer. But then again, remember to feel is to heal and your this lifelong process, this journey that we call life, it's not going to be get done in just a snap of a finger. I feel like as long as you're doing the work, as long as you're doing the best that you can, which is all that you can do, you can't, we're not superhumans, we're not robots. We have emotions. Certain people come into our lives and certain things happen and we can't, de- we have to deviate from that plan and that's okay. As long as you keep trying and put it in the work and you see that whatever it is that you want at the end of the day is still for you and you still keep working towards it. And I think that that's all that matters. And the universe, you know, really cares about us and loves us. They don't want to hurt us. They, you know, they're just responding to what the energy we putting out to them. That's all that they can do. It's kind of like a, I don't know, like a rubber band or whatever. I don't know. I think I'm running out of now just because I think I'm tired, but it's going to keep coming back, you know? So, yeah, um, that's the message for today. I actually didn't want this to be super long, but every time I say that, it's a super long podcast. But, yeah, you guys, um, I'm definitely going to post a couple of... um, you know, prompts in the, it may just look similar to like doing your shadow work or your manifestation thing. So I'm going to post a couple of prompts in the description for you guys. So y'all can kind of see what it really looks like. And you don't really have to use these prompts, but you can just use your own. It's just there for you to look at and for you to actually help and maybe start. Um, like I said, not trying to pressure you to start anything. You don't, you're not ready for it. If you're not ready to address anything, then don't pressure yourself to do that because it's not gonna, I don't know. You know what? Scratch that. Maybe, maybe it will help you. Maybe you getting out of your comfort zone a little bit will actually help you. Trust me. I've been out of my comfort zone a couple of times in the past year and it has done me wonders. Just saying. Okay, y'all, I'm going to get out of here, and I will talk to you guys next weekend. Y'all have a lovely um, rest of your day. I'm sending y'all nothing but love and light and great energy all the way, and hopefully y'all have a the great rest of your week.